Uh, Connor, do you have like a cold open for us to? Of course I do, season? man. This is this is this is my job. You know, you, this is my job. You came prepared. You know? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, I love that. My love cold that open you. is this: and uh, <laughs> anyone who doesn't like Arachnids in the UK, I am mad at. That I, that is my cold open. Is that also a hint? Well, you know, you, you got my text this week. Well, no, how, how can anyone hate this? No, no, you know? no, 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 no. But it, they could be mad. Yeah. Could they be mad? A mad men in a box. box. We're joined by a very special guest, okay. guest this week, ladies and gentlemen. We're joined by Chris, who you may know as Oz Chris from the Mad Men with a Box. Let's bring him in. Welcome to the show, Chris. Welcome to be here. I'm so Let's happy. Go. I'm going to win the one million dollar prize, Eddie. I'm going to go fifty-fifty. <laughs> I will call a friend. <laughs> okay, 50-50 in the house. It's a 50% game show, man. Yeah. Personally, a huge fan. Uh, I am a... I'm a regular viewer of the podcast that you... You you live stream it every mm-hmm. Thursday. Thursday for us, not sure. It'll probably be Wednesday night in America because you've got two American co-hosts. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. I'm a regular viewer on this podcast i love to jump in they live stream it mm-hmm. every week yeah i've listened to quite a few yeah it's 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 great Chris, i really love it why don't you pitch madman for us so we can set the scene a little bit here yes so madman with a box it is a doctor who as uh, jim would say comedy podcast i don't know where the comedy is because he's definitely when not does bringing the comedy it. start yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's not bringing it to the table, so I don't know why I keep saying it's a comedy podcast. But um, he is. I love the guy. <laughs> but it is essentially it's a it's a Doctor Who channel. We review uh, episodes, big finish. We talk about all the news that is coming out, and we have a weekly live stream, which is currently on hiatus. We'll be back soon. But that is the gist of Madman with a Box. Yeah, it's one thing that you guys do a lot better is uh, a lot better than us is one you do a live show which is something we've been saying we'll do for about three years, <laughs> uh, but the 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 other thing is you guys are so much more consistent at like bonus videos like just your individual uploads outside of your main podcast so that's a good thing that people should jump on board for you do a lot of that yourself don't you Chris Yes, I am the backbone of the channel <laughs> yeah so when it when it comes to stuff like that just interested like do you have like a conversation like who's gonna do like this video or it's like if like, like a bit of information comes out like do you is it just your job or like do you say to like jimmy or like pixel like you know like who's gonna do it you know so when it comes to the live streams jimmy's the one that is always on the lookout for news so he'll just <laughs> he'll just send into the group chat. This is what I found. Um, we'll talk about this. Um, yeah. When it comes to reviews, I mainly do the big finish stuff. Uh, sometimes I'll have if Pixel is also interested in what came out, he'll join me for a few videos. Um, but yeah, right. for episodes, because uh, I think the thing that we do for our live stream is that we'll pick a random either topic, a classic episode, a new who episode, or a big finish. We all just, we'll literally do a dice roll of like, okay, which Doctor, which season, or which audio adventure, and then what episode. And then we'll watch yeah, it, we could... and we'll talk about it, we'll, what our thoughts were. It's just we don't include Jody's because Pixel is currently doing that on his own. Right. I see, yep. I, I guess, like, one of my biggest questions is, and I have never asked you this, and now we're on the show, I can. What was, like, the origin story of this show because i feel like you want australian two americans yeah exactly yeah. one australian two americans um 
quite different people i would say not in a bad way like you'll have like unique chemistry but how did this all happen were you just like in my head i feel like you all met on twitter am i wrong <laughs> or it seems like uh, the kind of thing that would yes happen, but... uh, so yeah um i've known jimmy for a little bit uh on twitter and i knew that he was right. a doctor who fan so he just randomly messaged me saying hey i have this idea um you know doctor who's coming back with flux because this was when flux was co- about to come out um right yeah why don't we do if you're interested why don't we do like a doctor who channel we'll talk about each episode of flux or other stuff as well like big finish all of that and me i was in my whole like i'm just kind of burnt out with doctor who i was just mm-hmm. kind of done right. with it but i thought maybe this could be fun so i decided to join him um pixel he also said that he had another friend who was also into doctor who that was interested in it that was pixel and cool that's how we all met and i'm kind of glad that happened because it reignited my love for doctor who it brought me back yeah, into wow. the fandom so it was definitely a huge positive thing that has happened yeah can can definitely relate to that because we started doing our podcast i think like three or four months after the time as children aired which obviously had a big gap then between yeah, that and the new year special which also had a big gap between that and flux starting not to mention the fact that after the time as children things are a little bit like what's going on with the show at the moment we yeah. weren't quite sure it, it was a murky place to start mm. the podcast um yeah. but i i think that yeah reignited our love for it and um definitely like getting to know a lot of people i mean getting to know like you chris like people that we just talked to on twitter yeah because oh, it's, of it's great of man this. like the amount of people that we've like met yeah it's like it can be seen as like a really harsh community and, and it is but it's also like it can be very welcoming and i think people mm. respect people who are making like good content and like being a positive yeah have like a positive stance in like the community and stuff but like so do you so Jimmy and Pixel, they know each other and like they've actually met in real life. Are they living in like the same state and stuff? Like um, that, I don't as even far know. as I know, I don't think they've met each other in real life. That's I think crazy. they've also just knew so, each other from Twitter. That's that's crazy. Like it's it's similar to like Crispy and Troy. You know, it's like Other side with of the who's world. there. Like you know, yeah. it's Aiden. Are we lucky that I get a we're lucky to touch you, you right there? I went to school with this <laughs> man. Like every week, I know, accidentally like, stroke Connor's knee with my knee, yeah, all and, the I, and time, I love it so. secretly. You oh, know, like know. It's, it's we no actually secret, mate. we actually know each other, and we can be in the same room. Like we go back. It's 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 great though. Yeah, you, honestly, great. You mentioned before, Chris, that you cover a lot of the big finish stuff yes so you're you're mr fucking big finish yourself aren't you you're a big finish king oh am I wrong? yes aside from the actual <laughs> founder uh, exi- jason aside Hayley, from nick briggs as well and nick wow, briggs as name. well wow. wow um yes i'm a huge listener and supporter of big finish it was it was the thing that solidified that yes i'm now back in doctor who because i used to cool. be very like not really like i didn't hate audio stuff i just like i would rather see something instead of yeah. just listening to it like how can i like how can yeah, i consume a, a medium now, yeah. yeah consume a medium and like i can only hear it like great i have to do half of the job of imagining it as well thanks guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um no when we started the channel like jimmy suggested okay here's two audio series it's it was christopher eccleston's return as the ninth doctor and it was mm-hmm. the war doctor begins and i started with war doctor begins I'm like, wow, I'm actually missing out on like great yeah, right. quality content. 
I need to listen to more. Now, my bank is currently attached to Big Finish because of it. <laughs> <laughs> How many? That's crazy, yeah. You, you buy them physical, don't you? Um, It kind of depends on like the stuff I definitely want like in my possession. Like You can kind of see behind me. <laughs> I'll get the physical. Yep. Um, but for others, I'll just get down downloads. So yeah, like, okay. stuff, like the series I'm really into, I want I want to own it physically. Like I'm I'm more I'm, it's like me with like video games. I prefer to have a physical copy, and not just because we live in Australia and our Wi-Fi is terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah mainly yeah. physical. But uh, for others, I'll get I'll just get the digitals. And currently, right now, because I have bought so much, I'm now the sole source of Big Finish for Mad Men. So if <laughs> Pixel and Jimmy have something they're interested in, I'm just like, okay, I'll buy it. Just give me your share. Yeah, yeah. Japanese, yeah. um, Japanese the finals. I always find that interesting when they do the big finish finals. Yeah. Where, like, do you have any of them? Uh, no, I don't have any of the vinyls actually. Okay. I feel like no, my limit unique, is at the physicals. Listen, you know. Yeah, my limits at the physicals because of the price increase. So it's a bit harder yeah. to justify getting a physical for a lot of stuff. So, yeah. and then the vinyls are definitely a bit more expensive. So I feel like I'm just definitely. fine with what I'm getting at the moment. Plus, many, plus room. Sorry, I'm no. running out of room. <laughs> That's a, a problem I can definitely relate to with these uh, Blu-ray collection sets that are coming out. Oh god! Uh, how yeah. many? How many of these big finishes do you reckon you've listened to? Because I reckon I've listened to like maybe 40, 50 episodes. <laughs> Jesus, that's um, a and lot. that's episodes, not wow. box sets. So I've probably listened to like fifteen right. to twenty box okay, sets, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's still a lot, though. Jeez. Where do you sit, Chris? I have probably just on like the Doctor Who stuff for big finish maybe listen to a little over half of their catalogue oh my god because oh that's god. a that that's is a big catalogue wow so like that I is, am yeah. I am completely up to date just for an example I am completely up to date with everything to do with the 8th Doctor and Big Finish oh my god because that's like that is a lot that's that's a lot yes <laughs> I am completely <laughs> up to date with him <laughs> that's a big is that, is that your favorite Doctor from Big Finish the Big or Finish like it's kind of tough. Yeah, I love the Paul McGann stuff. Like, thank God they gave him like something to do. Well, yeah, he needed something, role. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably Doctor Wise. Yeah. Probably Eighth Doctor. War Doctor's been pretty wow. good as well. Especially Jonathan yeah, Carly. Like, he's perfect as like John Hurt. Yeah. So he he took over from John Hurt when he passed because John did a few, didn't he? Yeah, I think he, he did, did a few. He did. Yeah. He did four, and the fourth one was released after he passed away. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, that's definitely a range that I've been uh, wanting to, to jump into. I, I, I stepped back because obviously as an Australian, Chris, I'm sure you can recognize this, but they bumped the Aussie prices up massively like yeah. four or five months ago. I listened to uh, Spare Parts and that is it. I would be open to listen to more and I, I would love to uh, talk to you outside of the show for some stories that would get me into it. But did you ever, I want to know, like, did you ever listen to Redacted, which was the BBC Sounds no uh, story. Pixel has because he did reviews on them. I've mm-hmm. always been meaning to listen to Redacted because he's that he said is, nothing but good things must. about it. It's yeah, really so good. I listened to that, and this is a guy who, again, like I just said, like couldn't get into Big Finish, mm-hmm. didn't retry really very hard, but couldn't get into it. <laughs> and Redacted was, um, in my eyes, like all my ears. Mm-hmm. 
amazing like i really loved it i think oh, you absolutely love that that was yeah. so so great and, yeah i've heard uh, nothing but good things about it that was great so, you know like yeah. producer ella friend of the show friends of the show friend of the yeah, show you know show. like we love ella she's amazing like yeah so definitely get that a, a listen to definitely that's just so great so lo- lots of lots of big finish chat today and uh a bit more to come as well connor ask me Ho-ho. what's coming on today's show well, I'm program. glad you asked. There is a new teaser, wow. which no one knows anything about. I was going to tell you to ask me what I was doing a dumb question thing, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. No. You, Wait, what? <laughs> I, I was telling you to ask me what's on today's show. Oh, what is on today's show, Aiden? That's fine. You can answer yourself. There is a new teaser, which I did a breakdown on. So Gasp. if anyone listens to this channel, you would see it. So, mm-hmm. you know. Sneaky teaser that new came tease, out. New tease, new tease. We'll talk pretty briefly on that. We're also going to do something that we haven't done in a long time. And I, we've never actually done like a bit of a more review-based thing of this, but we're going to talk a bit more in detail about a specific big finish that's come out. That's finishing the, big, the segment, finishing big. Finishing big, the old segment that's going to return yeah. for the first time in years, mate. And um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Rani Takes on the World. That's the new, I guess, Sarah Jane Adventures spin-off uh, in big finish form, which has come out. When did that come out, Chris? Like a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I think, yeah, a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah, cool. I, I've listened to the first two. I know you've put a review up and have listened to all three of them, Chris, and I, I watched your review today and it was very good. Um, but yeah, we'll, we, we'll talk a little bit about that to you know get people keen for a bit of Rani, you know how it is. Uh, and then we're going to get into the good old review, the reason that we're here, have been here, and always will be here to review Arachnids, Arachnids in the UK. Yeah, Come baby. Uh, subscribe so you can get us to 1,000 subscribers. We'd love to get there soon. We're slowly creeping up. It gives us validation, doesn't it, Aiden? It gives us the validation. <laughs> Hit us with a five-star review that, you know. on your listening platforms. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 50Doctor, as well as the lovely gentleman from A Mad Men with a Box, because they are fantastic. Shall we get into the theme? Yeah. Yes, yes, everyone says yes. together. Sorry, Thanks, dead guys. Dead air, Very dead nice. Air. Let's do it. <laughs> 50 50 50 50 50 50 50 50 50 percent pop 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 cat 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 what do you think of the theme chris be honest in person how is it well in honestly person, well, like why haven't you got a music career right now <laughs> go into yeah, go I, into the underground clubs hip-hop release everything. the vinyl it's yeah, like who do, you, the vinyl. who do you credit for that it's like aiden got the beat i made the beats I did the vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we? You actually made those beats. I made the beats. Yeah. Those. those that's that's OG. That's OG. Aiden, mate. That's that's Aiden making those. Beats. I don't know how you made that. That's awesome. Mm, okay. Better, so we, we better copyright it before someone takes it. Yeah. yeah but we still we shit. are actually like we actually are like OG. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> OG. I love that. <laughs> Original. I was thinking we should do. I, I don't know if I should say this. Yeah. I was thinking for our 60th like for the 60th anniversary episode we do we should do a version of it where it's you 60, going 60 60 60 60 60 60, 60, 60. 60. that's it i love that anniversary re, re, re. hang on let me call taken... murray gold he needs to listen to this <laughs> yeah fire murray yeah He's murray's gone. like why can't we have a new theme every week yeah that's and us then this is, yeah, that's, that's what we covered you yeah. know that was audio taken from like episode four of season one or some shit something like that and yeah. we love it and that's we love to hear what our, uh, our guests think about the amazing intro that we do. Mm-hmm. The absolutely. You gotta be proud of it, you know. Like it's you gotta be proud of something on this unique. podcast. It's certainly unique, you know. <laughs> it's unique, it's you know. We have heard a little bit about your show, but what we don't know much about is you, mate. Me. You. Oh. Yeah, you. So we're going to do this segment Great job. Um, called Speedy Who. Gotta go fast. Oh, perfect choice. Perfect choice of music. 
This is a segment we do pretty rarely. It's sort of whenever we have a new guest on. We just like to learn a little bit about you, Chris, a little bit about your love for Doctor Who, as well as a couple of other little sort of questions that are mixed in there. So, th- so the aim of this game, right? It's a hard one. All right, yep. I- I'm going to do some quick fire questions at you. You've just got to go, the first answer that comes to your head, it's going to be very quick. And then um, Connor and I will take some notes and we'll circle back to any interesting points. All right, after, yep. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? You ready? All righty. Let's bloody go. Connor, count us down. All right. Three, two, one, go. Favorite doctor? Ten. Favorite wow. food? Spaghetti. <laughs> Favorite non who <laughs> TV show? <laughs> Pass. Uh, pa- <laughs> <laughs> he only knows Doctor Who. Uh, last episode of Doctor Who you watched? Arachnids in the UK. Classic or new who? New. A movie or TV show you watched recently and loved, but it can't be related to Doctor Who? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Ooh. I'm going to ask you about that later. Yeah, go on. Best <laughs> film you've watched at the cinema this year? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Guardians 3. Volume 3. <laughs> yeah. uh, an episode of Doctor Who you love, but no one else does? Sleep No More. Oh, fuck! An episode wow. of Who that you hate, but others love? Ugh... Demons of the Punjab. Okay. Uh, what's a one-word hope you have for RTD2? Respect. Tomato sauce, fridge Great. or pantry? Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. That's great. An episode of Who that makes you laugh? Love and Monsters. What's your biggest Brilliant. fear? Rejection. Favorite oh. TARDIS team or duo? <laughs> Ten and Donna. Uh, you, you've got an hour to live. What's the last episode of Doctor Who you'll watch? Um, <laughs> damn it, midnight. Min- oh, wow, oh, great. Oh, okay, Brilliant. yeah. I like. I just want to just start with the fact that yeah. Um, I said biggest fear. You said rejection, and I laughed. Um, <laughs> damn. So I think that says a lot about me. Um, <laughs> so did you say? Did you say favorite food? I said favorite food. Chris said spaghetti. Spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> yes. so let's break that down for a second. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what, yeah. What's, the, what's the spaghetti uh, connection? Is, hold on. Is it warm or cold? Warm. Thank God. My Wait, girlfriend. You don't like cold spaghetti. It's good. Wait. You you eat cold spaghetti? Well, no, like you know when like it's been you know like you you like have food like you you know you've warmed it up and then you go back for like seconds maybe like an hour or two later and it's like a bit cold. I don't warm it up. I'm like okay that'll do like okay that's kind of gross my girlfriend will literally like pull oh, a can out fridge or well, not from the fridge but from the pantry and just oh, eat right. it like room temp you mean like like what the fuck? like like spaghetti with like the tomato like like hind spaghetti like yeah not pasta spaghetti spaghetti is pasta no it's it's special pasta spaghetti is like spaghetti and meatballs hold on let's ask like, the spaghetti over here spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> like chris inform us on spaghetti and your reasoning for loving spaghetti I I, have, I absolutely have no idea. It's just one of my favorite foods. I used to have mm-hmm. it every Monday. It's spaghetti. You can't go wrong you can't with spaghetti. Go wrong. It, yeah. It <laughs> wasn't. It wasn't Heinz like canned spaghetti. It was like actually like actual pasta, like spaghetti. cooked pasta yeah. like there we go. Sauce. And I've everything. only ever known. But I could Heinz eat. I could. I could eat. Honest. I could eat cold Heinz spaghetti. I could do that. You got a. You got a problem. Yeah, like me and the car, we've got the same problem, you know. Like, I could do that. That's, that's, that's great. So, it's not healthy. Is, is Midnight your favorite Doctor Who episode ever? No, but it is probably, if I had to make a list, it's probably in the top. 
Top top ten okay. probably. So that's that's what you watch before you die. So, sure. so you're about okay. to die and you choose to watch like a grim you might as well watch Turn Left at this point, you know, like <laughs> yeah. the the amount of sadness you'll get out of watching Midnight and right. you're like just you know, most people will be like, Oh, I want like a little fluffy fucking I wanna watch Fear Her before I die. Fear Her? Wow. That's wow. What a way to actually go. just yeah, choose something else at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what wait, what is your favorite episode of Doctor Who of all time from New Who? From New Who? Oh that's the problem. There's like so many good ones. I I, I really cannot like like I don't even take know if apart. you can answer that really either. Like do you have you don't have a favourite? Because mine's mine's empty child Doctor Dancers because of like nostalgia aspects. Like I don't think it's the best, but I think I would have to say either Waters of Mars or Human Nature Family of Blood. Yeah, that's 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 a go answer. Yeah, they're pretty they're definitely that. pretty good. Yeah, I'd say maybe no maybe child, maybe okay. Impossible Planet Satan Pit. I really like the whole Okay, yeah, okay, delving into like the devil and all that. I thought that was yeah. interesting. That's cool and very tense. So I, yeah, and, and the score Such for that is like episode. feels like my childhood. Like dun dun, dude, dun so good. Dun, dun, I was dun, that dun, shit dun, the other day. It's so good. Like yeah, okay. And uh, Aiden laughed at rejection, which I think is a very uh, normal human fear. <laughs> yeah, it is. is clearly <laughs> clearly soulless and yeah. can't understand emotion, which just, is fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's fine. What can I say, guys? Never had rejection. Kidding. My high school life rejection is really well, come on you got like rejection outside high school as well everyone goes for it it doesn't just be women like no yeah okay like, sorry no, you I can't get rejection like, if yeah. you don't try yeah, yeah slay it's like okay in high school maybe i got rejected by a few girls it's like okay like you know I'm sorry one <laughs> you know, it's like you know so silly so okay silly. but last question tomato you said when pantry or fridge Oh, yeah, we, that's what. Why would the you, yeah, I kind of like pantry or fridge. I kind of like phased out at that Blanked. last half. So, yeah. uh, tomato yeah. fridge. Tomato. Okay. Frid- no, you, Chris, you got you got problems. No. You, also, you we got a we got fridge. a demons of the, no. the if demons you're not, the if you, job, uh, if you have extra house, bottles, so. leave the, those extra bottles in the pantry. But the one you're using, you leave in the fridge. Well, okay. Connor had a vibration just Sorry, then. His phone was not on silent. Um, but uh, uh, here's the thing, all right? You get, and I've had this at a few restaurants lately where I've been like not happy with this, where the, you get, you keep the sauce in the fridge and then you've got like a, a sausage roll, for example, and then you put the ketchup onto the sausage roll, right? Then you bite it and then the sausage roll, sausage roll is cold from, mm-hmm. the, from the ketchup. I literally, the other day, had the coldest ketchup imaginable on my sausage roll. And I was like, this... Wait, you this went to like a pub or something, or I was I was out getting a, a breakfast on on Monday, and this has happened twice, two weeks in a row where I've been there. And but what, like, so they went to like the you said, can I have some ketchup? And they said, okay, we'll be right back. Went to the fridge and grabbed it. They don't have any like on the side, like no, they they, they bring it. Out. I, I didn't even ask for it. They just bring it out with the sausage roll, and it's tub, cold, and it's cold because it's just come straight out from the fridge. I see it came out, and it's not like the squeezy bottle, like no, yeah. oh, okay. So I'm just saying, problematic, Chris. Okay, <laughs> okay. You're problematic. I'll, I'll, job. I'll wait Put, to uh, see the hashtag cancel Oz Chris on Twitter. <laughs> and, and, sorry, just quickly. Why? So why don't you like Demons of the Punjab, which is coming up in two episodes time? I don't know. A lot of people just say that that's like one of, that's one of the standouts of like Jodie. Well, mm-hmm. That was series one. Yes. The, for her first series of mm-hmm. Jodie. Yeah. A lot of people say that that's a huge like standout. Like, oh, this one, it's one of her better episodes. I don't know. I, I just don't feel it. 
It's okay. okay. It's okay, but it's okay. nothing too special. Well, we will uh, we'll have a verdict for you in uh, two weeks when we review it. <laughs> I love it. Um, Connor, we've got two minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, talk to us about this teaser that has just come out. Okay, so they, I was uh, a bit um, sent on Sunday morning, 2 a.m., and I saw they uploaded this thing. Very drunk, Connor. Great. You know, I was like, wow, this is like a, a bit of a teaser they dropped on the BBC. Mm-hmm. It was decrypted in the sense that it was backwards. It was backwards. There's all sorts of like glitchy, like yeah, like do you call it like Morse code and stuff. Was that actually what it was? Was that actually the there name? Were, the, the number there was like zero one I'm zero not zero zero one for this. Like, binary. I can't. I can't. Binary, binary. That's what it was. Yeah. Binary. 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 Yeah. Binary, literally, binary. everything I said in my video was like pretty much wrong. So I was like Morse code. Uh, <laughs> the, the the date for the Eurovision is this, and Aiden's like it's not, but you've already uploaded it. So <laughs> fuck you. I'm like great. Okay. All right. Anyway, we move on. You know, it's like yeah, it was it was great though. I think it's uh, I think it's great. Like for. I guess like the criticism I have is like for like standard ass viewers on the BBC, they're probably like, what on God's green earth is that? Yeah, like, I just needed takes... like a Doctor Who glitch to come up at the end. So people are like, oh, Doctor Who's coming back soon? Ooh. Yeah, and also I think like, you know, only nerds like us would take the effort to either look or do it ourselves to flip the footage. It was definitely one then, one for the fans. I think. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was, yeah. That, that so, was, which is fine. Yeah, so, fine. so a hint on it that said that Doctor Who, it was like, DWEV um, 13 for the 5th, 2023, I think was what it said. So Doctor Who at Eurovision on on that date. That's the date of the Eurovision final. So we're probably going to get some kind of teaser or something. I said, as a just a joke, just to throw out into the ether, I said maybe a musical performance. And then <laughs> some people shat on it and retweeted it and but whatever. Chris, did they really? I did not know that. Yeah, dogs. Chris, wow. uh, where, do you, where do you sit with this, this teaser? I'm hoping we're getting actual new footage for once because mm-hmm. i'm kind of i'm kind of tired of seeing just david exit the tardis all the time in a teaser <laughs> or a taxi, like, or a taxi. Like, yeah. i love yeah, the guy yeah. but like can you give me something new this is starting yeah. this is starting to feel like everything else that does a teaser is just like hey let's just use the same footage over and over again what are you talking about we saw a unit soldier flip his visor up that was kind of it like no, yeah, was, that, was, that, was, that was sarcasm and then like <laughs> yeah I know but like that was kind of it. and then just David he, we have a shot of him running into a taxi in the first trailer and he's running out of it on this one damn I wasn't expecting Bro, him to also get out away. of the taxi I, was, yeah, I thought whoa, he was going to be in it the whole forever. episode yeah the I know. whole app, it's just him taxi in the who? TARDIS taxi <laughs> uh, let's move on to a segment which I actually don't have the theme on this computer for so what we're going to do is I'm going to introduce the segment and then we're all going to pose in a funny pose and we're going to freeze frame as the sting goes over the top of it. How's that sound? Does that sound fun? Sure, fine. Oh, okay, I don't even know what this is, but okay. Yeah, okay. Well, no, it, it's... I didn't read the wrong sheet. It's right. everyone's favourite segment. It's time for Finishing Big. Oh, of course. That's this great. is the segment where we talk about Big Finish. Wow, because we don't do that a lot. No, especially not on this don't. Show. But um, we actually don't know. We have done this finally. One. So, my talents are useful for once. <laughs> <laughs> my bank account has served a purpose. Yes. <laughs> There's a, a new a new big finish title come out called Beyond Bannerman Road. Rani takes on the world, which if you didn't know, has Rani in it. From the Sarah Jane Adventures. Who knew? Who knew? Oh, Who knew? I thought you were going to say the Rani. You had my hopes up. Damn it. Ah, fuck. The Rani takes How over the Rani world. How come the Rani and Rani not me? 
that's a big missed opportunity. That's the third box set. Yeah, um, <laughs> the third one. Yeah, it probably will be. So yeah, I've listened to the first two episodes. We want to do this completely spoiler free, so we'll keep it pretty brief. But um, Chris, yeah, like like I said earlier, you've listened to all three, correct? Yes. Uh, what's the? Can you give us like a brief one sentence summary of just the general vibe of this set? Like what? What's it about? What's up with Rani? She is essentially continuing Sarah Jane Smith's legacy in her own way mm. and reuniting with her old friends, particularly Clyde. That's yep. the gist of it, without giving anything away. Mm-hmm. So, she, yeah, she's just yeah. taken on the mantle of like, I'm going, Sarah, we don't have Sarah Jane here anymore, but there's now this huge spot that's left that needs to be filled, and I could do yeah. that. It definitely, a lot of it feels like an ode to Sarah Jane. There's so many beautiful moments in it. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth saying that the, the first episode, I enjoyed both the ones I've listened to so far, but the first one in particular really is probably the most into a, a big finish I've ever been. Um, wow. I don't think the story's that great. I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a tired story that they do. It's um, a bit of a time loop vibe, right? Which we've seen a million times before. Yeah. Um, but, but the actual character work, and I think that's what's really stuck out to me the most with this set, um, is there is character work in the set. And uh, one of the reasons that I do struggle with Big Finish sometimes is because they're kind of restricted as to what they can do with certain characters, because there's a you see them at this point in the show, and you see them at this point in the show. And Big Finish has to fill up a little bit of the gap in the middle. So you don't actually get to tell like a big character mm. story, but at least within these first two episodes, you definitely have character arcs for, for Rani and Clyde. And yeah, it, it's really good. And, and I've got some behind the scenes info on as to why I think that is the case shortly. Um, yeah. Do, do you think it's sort of a, a good continuation, Chris? Are you happy with it? Uh, absolutely. And this is from someone that wasn't particularly a big Sarah Jane Adventures fan. I recall Sarah some. Jane hater. No, I wouldn't say hater. I do recall watching some episodes, particularly the ones that the doctor was in uh mm-hmm. but um Classic, yeah. i think it's a it's a great continuation and yeah i agree there's some really good character development with um rani and clyde it feels like they haven't deviated too far from ha- how we yeah. last seen them in the show but they're definitely older like clyde is clyde i wouldn't say is mature he's still clyde but what he's experienced and learned has changed him as a person slightly yeah, he's got some more adult problems on his hand at yes. the moment, doesn't he? And then also um, his personal history with his dad that we see in the TV yeah. show plays into his current situation without yeah, definitely. spoiling it. Yeah, And then same with Rani. Yeah. Like, she knows what her future could be and she's worried mm-hmm. that's that's what's going to happen. Yeah, they're very, like, millennial problems, I feel. Like, um, a lot of anxiety for the future and not necessarily living in the moment and, and stuff like that. Um, I think, yeah, they, they touched on some really real themes. And I, I want to sort of put this out there. So the writer of episode one uh, wrote three Sarah Jane Adventure stories for the Sarah Jane Adventures TV show. What episodes did they... Um, the first two I wasn't familiar with because I've not seen all of Sarah Jane Adventures. I might have uh-huh. seen these ones, but I don't know the names off by heart and stuff. But the third one he did was The Nightmare Man. Brilliant. So that's a, I remember that being a banger and also gets mentioned in... in in the episode yeah. so yeah so, so it was cool they brought him back to sort of launch this set with the first episode but also the other thing that I found interesting is Emily Cook is, is the producer 
Uh, and she, you may know her from, she was a writer at Doctor Who magazine for a long time, I think. And yeah, she's gone on to work at Big Finish now. She was also the big brain behind making all the, the lockdown tweet-alongs happen. Yeah, um, yeah, right. she was. Yeah, so, so now she's working for Big Finish. And she said that one of the big things about this was they actually went to Russell. And they had, com- she had conversations with Russell of like, where, you know, where would these characters be right now? Like, what, what would you like to see them do? So that's an interesting comment. So... I saw this written down here. So that is really cool. So that actually like was a thing. Like she went to Russell and said, like, where do you think it's going to happen? Like yeah. what's going to happen and stuff. And like so that. he, he gave like ideas of where it should be. And, and, and I guess That's they just great. had a meeting where they discussed what, uh, I, I guess a Sarah Jane spinoff would kind of look like, I guess. Like, yeah. And that was, I feel like that's what big, R2-D2. big finish has yeah, to do in so. general. Okay. That big finish does in general, like, especially if it's a property that already existed, at least consult, the creator or yeah. creators because um because i was at the um a day uh with janet fielding and mm-hmm. jason hay ellery who is the founder of big finish was there and he did say that they have stuff that is planned but they can't do it if either the bbc or the current showrunner of doctor who says they can't so right, he did right, okay. so one of the big examples he gave was they wanted to use queen victoria for a story but Russell told them, no, I have something planned for her, which ended up wow. being in series two with Tooth and Claw. So I feel like they right. would have had to ask Russell anyway, because I think another thing was they wanted to use the curator and just for a long time, Stephen Moffat just said no. Okay. Until he finally caved in and said, okay, you can use the curator in Big Finish. So I feel yeah. like they would have had to anyway, either with like Russell or whoever else worked on the show, at least run it by them this is what we want to do with the characters yeah yeah but i, I think for That's me what's interesting what's the big difference with this for me is that this is set after everything we've seen of these characters yeah it's not big finish most of the time is limited yeah it, usually it's limited to being in between yeah right. whereas this is set yeah like 15 years after or whatever and they address it, it also makes i know big finish isn't technically canon but it, it addresses things from um, farewell Sarah Jane I think it's called that yeah. was the the lockdown audio drama that they all made um, so I, I think it makes that canon well it was canon as big finishes um, <laughs> yeah. and so that I thought was really cool and and with that involvement in Russell and there like I, I think she said like we took guidance from from talking to Russell and so that suggests to me that this is if we were ever to get these characters back in the show or in somewhere in the universe, that this is what Russell would do with the characters. You know what I mean? Like it would keep this this set. I feel like would still be canon. It's not going to contradict the set because yeah. there's times like a lot of a lot of the A stuff, for example. Um, I, I know she had that book come out that she, Sophie Aldred wrote herself at Childhood's End, but the Power of the Doctor completely decanonizes at Childhood's End, which I think is. It's a shame. I get it. Um, well, to, but it's, to be fair, yeah, it's a plot point in Childhood's End that, at Childhood's End, that Ace's history is messed up. She has different futures. So that is interesting. A, that is a plot point in that story that Ace has like so many different futures. They all just exist. I think last time I like read it. Yeah. Okay. So I've they do it. They so. do address that because I had that same feeling when we had we heard that Ace was going to come back and like but she's already met 13 in this novel. Like, are they going to address yeah. it or are they just going to ignore that's it? That's right. That's right. Yeah. But the, the, yeah. the novel actually just says, yeah, any of this works. Mm-hmm. It all, it just all happens. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that, okay. I like that. That's a good twist on the, on the A stuff. Cause I never knew that. Um, but yeah, I, I just think this set just, it does, it sets up a lot of new stuff. And I think big finish a lot of the time, it, it's hard for them to set up new things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially since they have to also plan in advance. And if that falls yeah. through, it's like, okay, that's all of our work gone for that gone ski like jason yeah. was saying they jason was saying they have everything planned to like 2030 that's crazy eh? so if they, they're like if, hey so if, let's get the 70th filming let's get the audio for the 70th going yeah Jesus so Christ. if suddenly someone decides someone in bbc or any previous or current show and says no you can't do that that's a huge problem for them if that's they've already big planned hell. it yeah interesting all interesting stuff guys we're going to move on we are we are running over today so we are here today here we are we this are the, here this is the point where it gets serious just yeah we've all got it we've had our lives to talk about arachnids in the uk <sighs> we with the respect it deserves <laughs> with, yeah, exactly with so much respect connor what what is arachnid I don't know. I always try and just... It's I, the fourth episode of the 11th wow. uh, series of Doctor Who. And eight... <laughs> did I read that well? Or? You did. But for the first time in the history... So for every single time we've done a review, I have read from Wikipedia. I can hardly read it from And me. for the first time ever, it's gone. Erectors in the UK is the fourth episode of the 11th series and the 849th episode overall. That, okay. Why is that... Fa- that's a weird fact to just have there. It's not even on, episode. like... If it was the 850th, yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe, but it's yeah. But 849th, that's like... Okay, that's... that's the par- st- It's a participation award. Wow, so 450 <laughs> is uh, next week. That's amazing, okay. Yeah, it's Saranga. Uh, so, it was written by showrunner and executive producer Chris Chibnall, directed by Sally Abrahamian. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And first broadcast on BBC One Love on 28th of October, 2018. In the episode... The Doctor brings her human friends, Graham, Ryan, and Yasmin, back to Sheffield, where they discover a serious problem is roaming around the city in the form of gigantic spiders. No! Oh, no! Well, so we see in this episode, we got we got Graham dealing with his grief a bit more, which is which is something to see. Uh, and, yeah, the, the rest of it is sort of them chasing these spiders around this hotel that's run by Mr. Big himself, who got cancelled, didn't he? Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I. I, I, I wow. was going to tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what for, but yeah, all of a sudden, Revolution of the Daleks doesn't seem all that great. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he's, he's definitely playing like a he's playing like a Donald Trump type of character, like. But he Donald is, Trump still, but exists Trump in the universe exactly, and he doesn't Trump want to be associated with him. So it's yeah, like so weird that he's, it's obviously like an allegory it's, for Trump. But he's like, yeah, oh exactly. no, don't, uh, don't, don't mention him. It's weird because <laughs> like Trump owns like hotels and stuff, and it's also like running for the like election and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting uh, you know character to have, but you know, yeah, we, we let it cook. You know, we let it cook. Let it cook. Uh, all right, Chris. We'll start with you. We always do a little bit of a round table at the start of the the review to find out in 2018, the glory days of October 2018. What did you think of Arachnids in the UK? I kind. I think after I watched it, I immediately just blanked it out of my head. <laughs> I just was not a big fan of the episode. Yeah. The whole like robertson that was the character's name the trump allegory i was just like yeah yeah, yeah this is yeah, this is yeah. too on the nose like come Jack i don't robertson. like i don't like the guy but like come on like i'm sick of hearing mm. of him can we just move on um yeah. the whole spider plot i was like 
okay, sure, whatever. But yeah, as soon as the... In 2018, when I first watched this, as soon as the episode ended, I'm like, okay, I'm forgetting this immediately. <laughs> Wipe it. Yep. Connor? Clean slate. Yeah, 28... Exact same, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, hey, Doctor Who's at a new low. This sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Like, I have an, a massive arachnophobia love spiders never, will never kill them seriously to this day even if they're poisonous it won't kill them but that's because you're scared that's because I'm a vegetarian you don't have to eat it yeah, no, but I, still love, I just love animals I just love animals you know did you think that if you kill a spider you have to eat it <laughs> yeah. no but it's just like, yeah eat hey, it's, a, it's, it's a waste it. it's a waste of meat like, like come on <laughs> I, just, I just love I just love animals I'm like look it ain't, yeah, that's doing, any, it ain't doing any problems you know yeah uh, and I remember this episode just like not scaring me just being like okay I have an arachnophobia even like seeing like a picture of a spider on like a phone or like it would scare me and I remember watching it and being like okay like I got a bit like ugh mm-hmm. but I didn't get scared and I was like wow we're at a new low for Doctor Who and the Donald Trump again like Chris said like the Donald Trump like you know copycat it left a bad taste in my mouth I was just like this is just lame yep and I kind of hated it right okay uh, talking about the spookiness, it did air on the 28th of October, like I said, so it's a bit of a Halloween. It's kind of cool that, it's, that it is a slightly Was spookier that episode. Probably not. I don't know. They get these dates locked off pretty early in advance, so. Okay. Yeah, well, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you never know. It kind of failed with the spooks if that was the intention. Yeah. I don't yeah, think there's yeah, nothing yeah. scary about, yeah, sure, giant spiders, that's, that's creepy, but yeah, what we got wasn't. It was, it, was, it was almost comical at points. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, this episode came out three days before Halloween. Saranga Conundrum came out three or de- three or four days after Halloween. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the real Halloween special. Here. I think it. I that's, think it is. That's some scary ass shit right there. Yeah. yeah okay. The Pating always in my nightmares. <laughs> yeah. The Pating is like that the legend. Face. You know, the, that it will it will never escape me. The legend. Pating. What about you, Aim? Where were you in 2018 watching this? Uh, episode? Yeah, I was. Oh, I think I was pretty similar. Were we still talking? Were we friends? <laughs> we were, no, we were never friends. We're <laughs> <laughs> not, not friends now. You're just my fucking co. God it's damn! Right. God damn! Are you just touch my again? Yeah, yeah. I, I like to how, touch your how feet. How friendly are we? Hey! <laughs> Very friendly. <laughs> we uh, uh, 2018. Yeah, not as bad as you. Didn't hate it. Like mm. I didn't like it, but I didn't. I wasn't sat there like Doctor Who's done for. You know. I think yeah. I was just like, ah, oh, that one really wasn't great, was it? But now. Oh God! What now. Uh-oh. Okay, now we're in 2023. It is maybe second, fourth, fourth. May the fourth be with, be with you. you. Be with you, Chris. What did you think? Yes, after rewatching, Chris, the second how, nicest Doctor Who YouTuber that, that begins with C. How how long had it been since you watched it previously? Had Good it question. been since it aired, or yeah, it had you... been since it aired. A Ooh, lot me of too. me too. Yeah. Uh, aside from like Power of the Doctor, I have not rewatched any of Jody's stuff maybe wow. I'll see highlights on Sex YouTube but like actually actually watching it I have Kid. not watched it since they first aired spicy yeah hmm <laughs> spicy okay but so yeah now now what do you think it's not as bad as I remembered it I mm-hmm. still don't like it but yeah yeah okay it's right. it's kind of just there Again, I still don't like Robertson as a character. I know that's kind of the point, but even both him as a character and the allegory he's supposed to be, I still don't like it. It's annoying. Yep. Um, mm. I feel like 
it's so weird that like the doctor just kind of forgets like was what's her, the character's name jade like that scientist or whoever yeah just yeah. like yeah jade just she's experimenting on live animals i feel like like mm. shouldn't that be something that be brought up like problematic yeah i feel like the doctor mm. of all people would be like no stop it yeah. don't do that's they're live animals leave them alone even if you're trying mm-hmm. to find betterments for hum- humanity or whatever don't don't like essentially torture these animals or a lot of them are killed because she says oh yeah we just get rid of the carcasses so either yeah, so right. either they kill yeah. them or they're they're experimenting on dead animals and so ethically it's weird of... and i feel like the doctor should have brought that up i mean ethically it goes to the climax as well where it's like the doctor and i know this is a very popular debate so we don't need to go through it too much but the fact that the doctor literally just sends him into a room to suffocate is the solution rather than Jack, never rather than killing again him with guns. you just like walk in and that's it yeah it's like i like yeah i don't know what else they could have done yeah but it, it's yeah it's it's a stupid ending to be honest yeah. but and then robertson is like he he has his choice to kill it mercy kill it as he says it's mm-hmm. it's both weirdly good and bad because yeah. if i had a choice i'd rather take the quick option out instead of dying a slow exactly. painful death but he is like an a-hole and he's trying to justify it as mercy killing even though we've seen that he just literally just wants to kill them all just to get rid of them so it's such a weird contrast that the doctor's just okay with like letting something slowly suffocate to death but no you shot it and it's both a good and a bad thing weirdly like i don't know it's there's a lot about this episode going back to it's just like there's just a lot of weird choices that they went with with this episode and it doesn't help that the episode itself is just kind of there it's not a standout episode it's probably not one of the mm. worst episodes yeah. ever but like not a lot of, about it helps it aside from like character development that we get with like yeah. graham that's probably the only standout in the episode is what graham is going through i think that was a massive highlight in the episode seeing, seeing yeah, absolutely yeah graham go through stuff um it's good because after a couple of episodes of i think escapism for graham in a way it's nice for him to come back and have that moment of like realization and like he has to deal with his problems he says to ryan you know i'm gonna deal with this on my own um all that stuff i thought was was really beautiful and really well done i I got no notes on that part um yet to reveal my thoughts on it but connor Mm -hmm. why don't you give us your thoughts (laughs) on on the episode yeah man like i i went into it like meme and being like hey i'm gonna hate it like always have always will Mm -hmm. and going into it I watched the first five minutes and was somehow like loving it and mm-hmm. I was like hey like what's going on here like yep. this won't last long you know and by the way I, I sat here being like you know this is the best episode ever it's like this is so well written it's not by like a, like a, by a long mark it's not mm-hmm. but man did I have fun you had the funds man did I have fun like it was just like it was just such a fun episode and a lot of good parts like the whole grey thing I thought was great like you just mentioned yep um something i forgot about we actually got a uh, mention to ryan's dad again who left a note at the door yep and ryan wants to reconnect that he read it and uh he gets they get cut off because of the fucking spider boys on the ceiling spider boys spider boys but yeah i still still again the imagery of a spider terrifies me but still wasn't like terrified by the episode which i feel like it could have been like mm-hmm. i feel like it could have been an episode that like terrified people who were scared of spiders but mm-hmm didn't really get it the end with like the big ass spider yeah it freaks me out 
That's like my worst there. What about when they walk you know? into a room and they're just Graham and Ryan are just chatting, and then halfway through Ryan's like, "Wait, did you check the ceiling?" Yeah, look, that would terrify me. Yeah, that would terrify me. Yeah, literally. And I like they 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 get one under like a pot. I couldn't do that. Like that's my problem. In the episode like they act like Ryan has some arachnophobia. Trust me, if that was in the episode I was a companion, but like, I'm gonna go pop home. Like I'm not coming back. Like you guys do this one. Like I think some of the imagery was really spooky. Like when you see the bodies that have been like webbed up. Yeah, I think that stuff looks spooky. Yeah, I'm it's like, uh, there for that. Like uh, you know, like Return of the King. You know, with Shelob. You know, I don't know. What I don't know that reference. Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah, I Ouch, know what Return of the Rings. You. But I don't. I couldn't tell <laughs> you, you know what. Couldn't tell you what She Hulk is in Return of the Shelob. She Hulk. Shelob. She Hulk. Shelob the spider. <laughs> You don't know that Aragog. Okay. That's the Harry Potter one. Yeah, Aragog, yeah. Aragog. Like Chris, did you know who She-Lob is? Yes. Exact. Thank you. See, I ain't crazy here. This is, why, this is not the She-Hulk podcast, guys. It's She-Lob, <laughs> and it was fucking not, terrifying. Not the big question is... Not what did to, you think? No, yeah, I was going to say not yeah. to draw attention to myself here, guys. <laughs> big, big key, big key. What, what did I think? What did I think? Um, yeah, I had, uh, I had fun. I didn't. I didn't love it. Like I wasn't sobbing on Instagram doing Instagram <laughs> stories. Like this is so real. This is so. Uh, <laughs> so Insert Kevin Smith image it, here. <laughs> yeah, me crying. Yeah, exactly. Me crying after rants in the UK. No, no. I, I just, I just enjoyed it. I, I had a good time watching it. Like I didn't. Obviously, didn't love it, but I was like, yeah. I just think it's fun. I think it's fun, and I think like the emotional stuff with Graham is is really well done. I love this. It's really well directed. There's, there's moments. When you first get reintroduced to um, Grace in it, she's out of focus in every I love shot. That. That's fantastic. Yeah, she's that's like great. Working in the background until and then the last shot. The, the last end, shot, yeah. she's in focus. Yeah, I love that. Really I think the nice. direction of the episode was fucking great. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm a fan. But beyond that, honestly, not a lot to say about the episode. No. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, kinda. I think like. Go on. <sighs> pitch it to us. Tell us what's great. Okay, I'll write down the emotional depth. I'll write down the masterpiece. Redeem it. Down the masterpiece. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I think this actually shows like Chris is like a uh, Chris Chibnall. That is so. Oz, I can't. I can't say that with with Chris on the call. Chris Chibnall, I should say. Yeah, I didn't make this. I think don't, it shows, don't pin it on me. Yeah. This this, this is Chris's <laughs> problem. Okay. <laughs> I think like he's not like he ain't the 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 ducks nuts. You know, when it comes to like a script writing sometimes, and I think you know it does show that even in like the you know it's like the the whole idea that the the spiders hatch because they say earlier on like the first act when they go to like the the lab and it's like we just disposed of the old carcasses because we thought they were dead mm-hmm. and then like we see in like the second act to like the third act like they go down to like the massive like it's like some kind of like garbage shoot almost yeah under this hotel and it's, it's like it's a it's a mine that they're using as a landfill yeah exactly yeah. and i and that happens a lot like that's what people that's what we do with garbage like it Which goes I thought into looked a field great the set looks great down there like the tunnel yeah, looks awesome it's good it's just like okay like so what it's like wait we thought they were dead they weren't don't, don't, don't. one ship survived they weren't yeah <laughs> one ship's one egg survived like mm. one spider survived and it's like okay it's like all right Okay, I guess that explains why mm. there's so many like massive ass spiders in there. It's like cool. Okay, I don't know. I just I had a blast of it, man. I can't I can't deny it. I 
I'm so shocked. I just thought it actually really was just a fun ass episode. Like it's kind of like silly who. It's just like having fun with it, you know. I'm glad you enjoy it because I was definitely worried coming into this era that you were going to be like, dude, what is happening? Burn this shit. (laughs) Get this out of here. No, but seriously, we're talking like 2020 when I came on the show when we first started. Like, yeah, I was like, I was super worried in my head. Like when we get to review in Jody's era, that I was going to be like. I was worried what people Captain would negative. think. Yeah, I worried what people would think about me. Like, you know, yeah. it's like when I'm being negative all the time. <laughs> Man, this was fun as shit. This was so Kinda fun. I liked it. This was you know, so fun. As much fun as I can have with any any of these episodes, uh, every, except from Rosa so far uh, of these four episodes, there's always at least one scene that just goes over my head where they're explaining the plot. Like, th- course, there's always yeah. one scene. And for some reason, there's something about these tribunal scripts that hit the the moment where they're like explain the plot it just goes over my head like they're just like da 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 but that means da 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 oh but the Daleks went and they did this da, 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 da. there's no Daleks but you know what I mean like that they I don't know whether it's like Chibnall plots are sometimes a little bit over complicated in the backstory of it all and when they have to spell it out it's like here's an essay mm. I don't know yeah but but it like, it's sense literally just in like, that one know. scene in the mind oh yeah this is how it ha- all happened yeah. yeah there's that and yeah. then there's, there's one in the labs as well also can we say that when they're pinpointing where is it like the spider sightings or yeah. something and they're really spread out around London and like yes there's a big gap in the middle and she's like I know exactly where we're going which made A a cool transition but B I was like hold on there's a massive circle where these spiders could have come from anywhere in this this little circle yeah. but they they come from this this hotel I thought you were saying Ryan doing the you know, he <laughs> doing did the, the shadow the shadow he, he oh, yeah. the, the shadow puppets yeah the ghost well, I, yeah, I was, cool. I'm actually kind of surprised that actor. when she was connecting everything that I, it, it would have been stupid but it didn't make a web mm, yeah yeah like real, I know <laughs> that would have been too on the nose with the whole like with the spiders but I would have thought that would have been something fun that like she's nice connected aesthetic the, touch yeah she's connecting the dots and it's making out this huge giant web mhm yeah Better I think as well like maybe I've like been a fucking bitch ass hater in the past <laughs> I think like actually you know maybe these characters maybe. do have more to themselves like I re- and again I think this I think this like becomes less prominent throughout Jody's era, but the fact we even get to like go back to Yas's home and we see we meet the parents, meet the parents, the little fuckers, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you know we get to meet uh, Yas's dad, we get to let meet Yas's sister who That's fancies nice. rhyme. Uh, Yas's mom is kind of part of the episode, not really. Like she's really she just much. like runs along. She's right? like, I got fired. Okay, now I'm here. Yeah. I'm in the background. That's yeah. it. Don't question yeah, it. Like, like, you're saying, my, you're saying yeah, my name wrong. Right. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I like that. That's just, that's actually pretty cool. But like, yeah, you know, it's like, I think it was cool to see her family and like, yeah, nice and we touch. and we got. They're only in like one more scene, aren't they? Sorry, no, they're in um, Demons of the Punjab. They're but then they're in like yeah, one scene yes, in. Graham. There's like one scene in Spyfall that they're in, and then that's like it. Like after se- after the. Then the sister is in like one one episode of yeah. Flux. Yes, the sister's the in si- Flux. Yeah. Sister's in Flux. Yeah. Sister's in like one bit of Flux, and the sister is the sister also in um, episode seven of series twelve, the one where it's like. I think so. Yeah. Her, can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, and she, yeah, the sister I, might be in that. I, can't I remember. think they're in a Once Upon Time. The sister is in. Once yeah, that's why she's yeah playing PlayStation to impress yes. the boys. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but I like I like seeing them. Like I think it adds character. And again, I, like I said, like I think it does get left on the side the more the era goes along. But mm-hmm. I can respect Crispy and like you know let's let's develop these characters. Like let's, you say let's I can respect them. Crispy, Chris. 
I swear you said crispy. <laughs> when you listen to this show, you can see if I was right or wrong. Like nine percent sure I said Chris. Crispy pro for showrunner. Crispy pro for showrunner, as we know, it's going to happen. Yep. That's it. But I just like that. Like, I think it is it convenient that the next door neighbor has a spider infestation. Infestation. What the fuck the name is? Like, Never. No, it's, Never. Not, it's not convenient. I can't. That I happens can't every really... day. What are you talking about? We're Australian. <laughs> yeah, I can't fold a, I can't. When did you like yeah. check out your neighbor's house, mate? I think my neighbors kind of hate me. <laughs> like your neighbor, your neighbor fucking hates you. My neighbor hates me because I'm that, party on too side, hard. On that side, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just had so much fun with it. The first five minutes was fucking great. I'm sorry, like the 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 shot, the TARDIS through the vortex, That's the gun cool. score, dun, dun, dude, so good. Dun, like, dun, I was like, dun, wow, dun, I can't believe dun, this is happening. Oh my god, dun, like we're getting it, we're getting dun, it, we're getting 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 it. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of of music though, that does bring me to my big Doctor moment of the week. Here we are. Clap all the hype from the bus on the train in school. Just clap. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. Big doctor energy. This is the time where we talk about what is the moment for the week. What our moment of each episode was. My moment for this episode is Ryan blasting fucking Stormzy. Let's go. And as it ends, <laughs> the fucking spiders are crawling are around. Stormzy That's fan some big and... doctor energy right there. I couldn't tell you the name of a where single Where do you know Stormzy. me from? Where do you, you know, know me from? from? Dude, yeah. I love that song. Um, I've never heard uh, well I've obviously heard this song before when watching the episode but I've never Fantastic I've never sat tune. down and put on a Stormzy song I couldn't tell you the name of a Storm, Stormzy enough, song fair enough big fan Chris what about you what was your big doctor moment I don't think we've prepped you for this uh, no you have let's see give us your favourite moment from the episode Graham dealing with his grief yeah, the scenes are, are excellent it's great character yeah. development for Graham. Absolutely loved it. Highlight of the episode. Yep. Respect. Actually, no, I changed Respect. my mind. CGI spiders. <laughs> How can they just in general. <laughs> just, just across the board. Um, Connor? All right, so my big doctor moment. Again, not trying to be cringe at all. Okay. Where you know me from. Where you know <laughs> me from. <laughs> How can it not be Stormzy? Okay, don't don't cringe on me half for this. And I'm going to try and word this in like a way that doesn't seem cringy. But when I... Uh, there's a cringe. scene... There's a set... Cringe. There's cringe. a scene where Graham comes into the house and he he like smells uh, the scarf or like the coat. Yep. And it just like has that like the scent, you know? When I went through my breakup i got all my clothes like delivered back to my house like, i picked them up i grabbed them from her mm-hmm. and it had like the uh the the smell of like the uh you know the the you know like the wash machine you put yeah. in that kind of like you know the fragrance and stuff mm-hmm. like the 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 smell and i'm like i totally relate to that and like as i like wore the clothes like the smell would like slowly go and it almost felt like that memory was almost going like that like part right, of my life okay. was almost going so i totally get it like i understood that scene i was like that's a scene that makes sense. It's really sweet. That's like, is that cringe? No, I, I respect cringe. that as an answer. Yeah, cringe. cringe. Yeah, yeah, cringe. Yeah. Smelling clothes. It sucks. Cringe. Like, I, 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 I wore them. Like, I, I got this massive like bag of clothes, and like, I almost hated wearing them because it was mostly all my Teddy Fresh, which I love, my favorite brand. But I was like, every time I wore them, it would like smell of like memories almost. Like, mm. that's exactly what it would smell like. 
And then as I wore them more and more, obviously that the smell would like go and go. And every time I would go to wear another item, it was almost like that, that smell was like slowly going. So, and that memory was almost, and that part of my life was almost going. So for big Dr. Angie this week, we have Stormzy, <laughs> we have CGI spiders <laughs> and we have Connor smelling clothes. Yeah. Well, I do love, I'm a huge Stormzy fan. Went to see him in Perth, COVID happened, free shows, final, the third one canceled. No, he canceled. Where you know me from? Where, Where do you, you know, know me from? from? He opened a Glastonbury with that when he headlined. Wow. And everyone was like, the spider is like, in the UK. Let's that's go. What, that's what you played on the screen behind him. Yeah, right? they, yeah they just the whole episode. The grimy boys. The grimy boys. No, haven't seen him. What he, a, uh, he had to cancel like after three shows of rescheduling it. Maybe crispy, crisp. Fucking it. No, I'm saying you crispy. did it. You did Maybe it. Maybe Chris it. needs the uh, the big Doctor Energy award of this week because he's the one that was like, and then uh, scene hotel music Stormzy blast through the hotel like what the fuck was he just like sat in his room one where day typing this script from? and then his kid what, like his son or daughter or whatever is like downstairs blasting where you know me from where do you know me from and he's like where do you know me from plays through the hotel <laughs> I think I think now you're gonna love that song he's sat there with Shazam just let like, me yeah just song? like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna link you it you're gonna love it it's I'm, great I'm sure song. I can google Honestly, where you know me from Stormzy is such a great artist like he literally is like amazing like, I've loved him for a long time so Stormzy the Go. To, to hear him on this amazing episode of Doctor Who, which like, you know, I was just loved. Like, I just felt like it was just great. And you know what, Jodie? I liked her in the episode, okay? She was good. She was good. Is she annoying? No. Like, yeah, her doctor's a bit annoying, but that's okay. No. I, I still I still really like her. You're a bit annoying. Um, it happens. Ooh. It's always a treat when you have a bit of music in the, an episode of Doctor Who that isn't score. Uh, but I do also just want to say in terms of the fam we have one lovely scene at the start where they split up and like Tia Yazzis and the doctor's like about to leave on her own but then she goes and has Tia Yazzis love that and then the end is a really nice scene where they all like sign on to join the doctor and they're like you're not going to be the same person you came back with and Graham's like but I think that's good and I'm like that's good and that's that's why like Graham's the goat of this season because yeah. Yaz and Ryan are just like yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Yeah. That, let's go. That, that's true. Uh, that's one last thing I'll say as well with the whole like clothes thing I just said. I think that scene also hit me well. It's like, you know, going through like a breakup is grief. Like it is, it is grieving someone. And I feel like that line really fucking hit me. I'm like, it's true. Like you can't just sit around and be like that fucking suck. Like you've got to go out and do stuff. And like, yeah, yeah. That's why I think the episode hit hard for me, but also I just had like so much fun with it. Mm-hmm. I also would like to but say yeah. they're like you won't come back the same person I'm like okay Graham was that Aiden going into Katiki tour to uh, Amsterdam wasn't the same after Amsterdam <laughs> yeah Amsterdam was the change the, Ryan the, came the, back the as someone who can shoot hoops that, <laughs> thank god yeah, that's, that, that's he's exactly gotta do it you know no, he does obviously go through amending his relationship with his father in the end and, and Yaz I think does go a long way across the the season and finding herself and being confident in, her, in herself you can say that but yeah I can I don't know if I believe it but yeah. uh, right now in the UK fellas any last thoughts so good um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it for Stormzy. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Can I ask uh, Chris just real quick uh, your uh, quick spoiler-free review of Guardians Vol Three? Because I'm going to go see it this weekend. I don't like Marvel Very movies, true. but uh, I love James Gunn. Uh, and I love those characters. So, yep. please tell us. So I, yeah, I'm MCU fatigue. That's obviously mm. a thing. I'm kind of sick of the MCU at this point. But mm. Guardians, um, really enjoyed the first one. Loved it. 
Second one, I like it, but I felt like he decided, let's just ramp up the comedy, which I just didn't like. I liked the I, di- agree. I, I liked the dynamic with like who was the comedic relief in the first one. This one, I really enjoyed. It's a great like end to his run with Guardians. I do have some gripes, like uh, like Adam Warlock. I feel like which is a pointless character. Yeah, I heard you mention that. That's sad to hear because he's such a huge character. Like I remember, like yeah, back before James got cancelled with Fall Free. Like, everyone was so excited to see Adam Warlock. He's such a huge character. Like, mm. he wielded the Infinity Gauntlet. I don't know if you guys know the comics, but yeah. he actually wielded it. Like, he had right. it. Like, he could actually do it. Like, yeah, I feel like because yeah. of, like, when James Gunn was cancelled and then uh, the MCU's own plans with Infinity War, like, Adam Warlock yeah. was just sidelined. So I feel like because he already teased him, he just had to be in this film. Yeah, because they did. They teased him at the be in the end credits scene of Fall 2 yeah right and I'd also, yeah. I'd also say like a few other uh, like problems I had with it I felt like you know James Gunn is known for his soundtrack using like iconic like songs in his soundtrack and I feel I feel like he almost became a parody of himself where it just felt like oh this scene needs a song yeah no it doesn't yeah right. like a lot of scenes felt like that just like, this needs like a hit song that people know like a classic song and it's like yeah, you don't have okay. to okay and then he does a lot of mm. he does a lot of fake outs for like like for comedy for laughs and it, he do, he did a lot in this film and I felt like it's one too many but yeah, like over, but overall okay. I really enjoyed the film there was actually some moments where I thought was, I was actually about to cry because yeah, there are some there's some heart wrenching moments yeah. in this film and I actually did feel like I was going to cry yeah, I heard that a oh, lot. Man. Yeah, very keen. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because some of your flaws sound like sort of similar flaws that I had with, with Volume 2, where it's like, yeah, the the comedy was just... Um, they would ruin great moments of tension with comedy. Mm. Um, mm. I do think it has the best act, the best final act of any Marvel movie. That last act, I think, is really powerful in Volume 2. Um, but, yeah, I'm curious to see where, where Volume 3 is because... Yeah, it'll be nice to sort of have one last Marvel movie that I give a shit about and actually That's works for I me. That's how I feel. That's before how I am just yeah. like... Because I don't watch them anymore. And now like, I'm done. Yeah. It's funny. I, I wonder to what extent uh, Marvel are in, like, putting their things in the pile. Most of it's like, okay, this scene's getting a bit too serious. Like, maybe do, like, a bit of a joke mm. at the end of it. It's like, I don't know what extent think, they have with the writers where it's like, okay... I feel like they hit with, big with... Because with it felt like they, an absolute nutcase. Yeah. Just writing a fucking script. I feel like Absolutely they hit big job. with like I think Guardians had the perfect formula of like okay this someone's going to say something funny or this is going to mm-hmm. be funny and it works and everyone else at Marvel was like okay how do we replicate this but they don't know how to do it well they and yeah, yeah. and they just yeah, they just exactly think oh people that. will like it because it's funny it's like yeah no mm. it, it's kind of like out of character Spider-Man it can work with Spider-Man cuz he's quippy but even then, I feel like a lot of the times he's too quippy and it really devalues him as, like, being funny a lot of the times. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, James Gunn hit it big with the first Guardians and they just, they don't know how to replicate that, like... No, yeah. Replicate no, any yeah. of that well. Exactly right. Mm. Yeah, exactly right. I think that was just, like, that was a a hidden gem. Like, they were unknown characters, mostly. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a comic that a few people liked they got someone like james and he came in and made this movie that was huge and 
Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see it. I wanted an emotional movie. I'm glad from what I've heard, it's like that. I, again, like you said, like, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. I kind of hate that it's Marvel. Like, I don't want to support them, but it's like, I will go and see this. Like, I think I'm going to go see it Saturday. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to give, we're going to give white, we're going to give white grasshopper a series. Like, oh yeah. I don't care. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Disney plus show. There we go. Yeah. Literally. That's it. I, which I feel like the was, is the, the worst. D- Disney plus is probably the worst thing. That's one of the worst things that have happened to the MCU. Cause I feel like, oh, now we, mm. they have to, pump out content to keep the, the yeah. train going and a lot of it I is just not I, good they start off I good think, and just fall flat it's like I, ideas that wouldn't make a good movie I think like, okay we'll do a TV show you a know. lot of the movies as well now are being used to set up characters for the TV shows like there's a whole plot line in Wakanda Forever which is just like like nonsense Ironheart stuff and it's like what what are you That's to do like with this she's movie because yeah, you're doing her own, her own TV show to be fair the, co- the, yeah, was, the character in the comics isn't that good either so it wasn't yeah, going to work regardless I, th- I think now they're like scraping bowl the barrel like <laughs> what characters do we have left guys because well, we got said, rid of our said, we got like, rid of our A-list stars we, yeah, we don't have Iron true. Man we that don't is, have Cap- huge, Captain America that's a huge thing like <laughs> so we've yeah. got everyone else they they said though they're like you know they said like watching the watching the TV shows will like help your understanding of the movie, but it won't like you don't have to watch them to enjoy the movie. Mm. You watch like Doctor Strange two, which again I only watch because I love Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, uh, I went with someone who hadn't watched WandaVision, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm just like kind of like behind here. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't understand it." Like, I yeah. was like so what like you guys say that shit like you don't have to watch WandaVision to understand it but like yeah I like it adds stuff. context sure but it's like do you have to watch it to understand her, yeah like, I, I don't like when expanded like material that, like, has to be necessary yeah. to like the main yeah, stuff exactly like that happened with the, exactly. the that happened with the Halo games like particularly with number five where it's just like you need to read this book you need to read this comic you need yeah, to listen to exactly. this audio series yeah. you need to watch yeah, this live like, action what, series like, I'm like I shouldn't yeah. be doing homework. Yeah, for, yeah like, the exactly. Main game. Homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marvel sucks. Sounds like uh, something that we could call Doomsday, guys. That's our show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. We are out of time. Um, bit over time. Chris, thank you very much for joining us. Can you tell everyone once again where they can find you and your team? Yes. Yeah, so you can find us on Mad Men with a Box. Uh, our socials are also connected there. You can find me uh, at OzChris seven seven four on twitter i post regularly mainly my reviews so yeah um like i said earlier we are currently on a hiatus for the live streams uh, we'll be back soon but we still have content coming up reviews pixels dredging up old live streams that we haven't aired just our reviews on that or any other content we can squeeze where's, out where's of that. jimmy's content at jimmy the uh jimmy the man i i the i don't know man I have no idea with, with Jimmy. He promised, but he's not delivered. Jimmy's Jimmy's like a part of my whack pack, you Jimmy know. Jimmy like, the Enigma. Jimmy is like one of a kind, you know. <laughs> Love that guy. Well, I have been Aiden. I have been that guy who also stands by Aiden. Uh, Connor. That, that person's name is Connor. Holy fuck, guys! What are we gonna rate our actors in the UK out of ten? I almost forgot. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris! What are you? What are you gonna um, give Arachnids out of ten? Six. I'd give it a six out of ten. Okay, I always thought you were going to give it worse. I thought wow. you sounded uh, a little more disgruntled by it. Connor? I'm going to give it a 7.5. 
Fuck. That's, what? That's big, dude. Why? <laughs> that's big. It's big for a big episode, man, which is great. What about you? I'm going to give it a, a six. I was tempted to give it a 6.5, but I don't I don't okay. think. Okay. It's goaded, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, mm. It's so good. Mm. Well, that means, Chris, we get to fist bump, uh, fist bump through the camera. So, bang. Boop. There we yeah, go. There we go. <laughs> just sat here not doing um, it. It's okay. I like how Chris's camera's not working in the Zoom. So yeah, I'm just, yeah. In the Zoom, I'm just like fist bumping. I'll make, sure I'll make, a, that, I'll make a noise magic. to make sure we connected. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hey, that's movie magic, you know? That's movie magic. <laughs> movie magic. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Like we said, make sure you subscribe, comment, like, rate, review, do all that kind of thing. We love you. We'll be back next week for another brand new episode talking about the Saranga conundrum. And maybe by then we'll have some thoughts of ourselves on Guardians Volume 3 as well. Of course, yeah. And uh, Big Goat... I wouldn't call him a goat, but the guy Brett Goldstein's on the episode. So Brett Goldstein is the goat, and he's I in think that he's episode. A cool guy. I wouldn't say the goat, he's the but yeah, goat mate. Uh, you yeah, don't even know him. You. Do you, you not know? say? He's, yeah, no, he's my mate. Do you call him a goat? Yeah, I'm like, oh, Brett. Okay, goat. Thank you, Chris. Um, we'll. I'll be jumping on a live stream soon with you guys to talk about bricks again. Thanks for the invite. Yes. You were invited. You didn't come on. You were driving the fucking. You were driving to film some funeral or something. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fifty Doctor, and let's sing the outro. My back hurts. Okay, it's where a- you know me from. Where you know me from. Hey, it's where you know me from. Doctor Who podcast. Where you know me from. Oh, let me get the fire extinguisher because it's nothing but fire in here. Where you know me from. It's where you know me from. 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 Where you where you where you where you where you where you where God, great. The level of cringe. Where do you I, know me from? Where do you know me from? You, realistically, though, where do you know me from? That's a deep, a bit of a philosophical question. To what would Jane say if she saw that? What is wrong with my son? Where 